Bad Creeps, a podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, animes us. My name is Courtney, and I'm sitting next to my friend Al. Hi. Hi, Al. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. Al just walked in. I just walked in the door. Putting their coat away, taking their shoes off, getting their piggies out. <laughs> Actually, can you, I don't know if you've noticed... <laughs> I've been wearing socks the entire time I've been at your house. I know. It is shocking, frankly. (laughs) I don't know if it's antagonistic or just Al likes their piggies free, but every time Al comes to my house, they do make a point of taking their socks right off. Courtney, why can't it be both? (laughs) But now it's cold. It is cold out. Well, and also I made the decision to wear shorts. So why did you shorts? Because when we podcast, I get too warm. I know. We get... (laughs) Because we are just snuggled up together. Yeah. And we got some blankies. I did get the fire going. Yes, that's, you always do that. And then I, me and my little sweatpants, I'm like, whew. <laughs> me and my little sweatpants. <laughs> I do have a new sweatshirt. It does say Lace Fruits on it. It's very good. I'm very proud of it. Yeah, it rules. It's very soft. <laughs> so I'm ready to get warm in here. When you picked me up, I did think to myself, that's a sweatshirt, boy. <laughs> I bought two of them. Nice. I know. I'm Honestly, so... crewnecks are the vibe. I'm into it. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I used to do it when I was like 12. Yeah. At Northern Getaway. Exactly. <laughs> Crew neck sweater, tights. That's it. <laughs> That's all you needed. That's it. <laughs> okay, you ready to get I'm hot with me? so ready. I'm very excited. Pump me full of that good ad creeps. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll pump you full of something. <laughs> Robert Wardruff. Had a problem. Mm. He had just been elected the president of the Coca-Cola Company and had big dreams of expanding the brand across the world. You know, we got to get capitalism everywhere. We got to. Unfortunately, the international demand for the soda just wasn't there. Its European status had been tarnished by unhygienic bottling practices that made a lot of French consumers ill. For shame. I don't know how it would just be bad bottles. (laughs) What or would happen? They were bottled in a in an unsafe area. Yeah, in a sewer. <laughs> you know those like the in the French sewers with all the skulls. Yeah, that's where they're bottled like, in the catacombs. Oh, uh, like next to Perrier. Yeah, that's where it is. You get some skeleton juice in there. Mm. That's your day. Would you have slowly worked hard to gain back its European audience? He opened up the Coca-Cola Export Corporation, which set up bottling plants in over 27 countries. While Coke in Atlanta would send their flavoring overseas, (laughs) each country would provide its own bottling, sugar, and production line. So it's the syrup that's the good stuff. Ah, the Coke syrup. The Coke syrup is made in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. and it's sent off across the world. Interesting. What's the syrup made of? Who knows? They'll never tell. It's brown. It's It's made of brown, like gravy. (laughs) Well, don't they have the, 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 what is it, brown number, what, the coloring? Yeah. Caramel coloring? Probably, yeah. You know, you know about that stuff. Yeah. Germany's Coca-Cola branch was left in shambles. The American head of the subsidiary, Ray Rivington Powers. Oh, shit. I feel like on Adacreeps, we're collecting really we good really names. We really are, yeah. Just really powerful names. Strong names. <laughs> we're collecting them like Pokemon. <laughs> one of them yeah they are all assholes though oh for real for real (laughs) uh powers had promised potential distributors that they would become rich enough to buy vacation homes in florida (laughs) so he's like hey if you want some coke if you want to sell my coke 
you're going to get so rich, we're going to go to Disney World. People are saying that. All, people are always saying this. Sell my Coke and Sell you'll get rich. <laughs> <laughs> Power skyrocketed Germany Coke sales from 6,000 cases a year to about 100,000. Unfortunately, Powers was not a great bookkeeper. He had left corporate bills unpaid, and bank statements unopened. I guess he just was going to Disney World all the time. Yeah. He had a villa in St. Lawrence, uh, in Fort Lawrence? No. Fort Lauderdale? Oh, yeah, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> the Boy, Floridas. The Floridas. Woodruff was able to find a German who would clean up Power's mess, a man by the name of Max Kite, who was described as, quote, imposing, and someone who had, quote, an unwavering allegiance to Coca-Cola. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at well, all. there's people out there who are, like, really into Coke. Like, no Pepsi, just Coke. Yeah, right? okay, yeah, so that's what they mean. There, he's really into it. Yeah. Like, if he goes to a restaurant and he asks for Coke and they say, would Pepsi be okay? He'd be like, no! Fucking absolutely not. And he'd leave. You Philistine. <laughs> it's the same stuff, guys. <laughs> One of Kite's first actions was to slot Coke as a big sponsor in the next Summer Games, which would be held in Germany. Mm-hmm. And now what year is this? The year was 1936. Oh, boy. <laughs> the retro. <laughs> that meant that banners and advertisements for Coca-Cola was posted along Nazi swastikas. Ugh. Now, you'd think this would be a problem, right? Like, you think Coca-Cola would be like, ooh, baby dot? Yeah. Well. No, well. they were, like, cool. With, well, honestly, here's the thing. Yeah. American business, a lot of Nazis in there. They're cool. They're cool with it, though. Especially if they make money. Yeah. Robert Woodruff, still head of Coca-Cola back in the U.S., was A-OK with this, going so far as to attend the Olympics himself. While he was there, he watched as Kite organized a 10th anniversary party for Coke Germany, during which a mass Kyle was given in order to, quote, commemorate our deepest admiration for our Fuhrer. Gotta tell you, a lot of people in America... Really cool with Hitler and yeah. the Nazi regime. Yep. Not cool with Pearl Harbor. That yep. was kind of the thing for them. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> they were so, and I talk about this in my in my history class, they were more anti-communist than they were anti-fascist. Yeah. And so they're like, mm, communism? I don't know. Fascism? They sound great. <laughs> they're doing it right. Kinda, you know, they're kind of doing things that we're into. Like yeah. uh, anti-Semitism. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> 1939 and Hitler's invasion did not slow down Coke in Germany. The companies continuously supplied its German distributors with syrup. So Hitler is invading. Yeah. 1939, Atlanta's still sending syrup. Gotta feed the boys. Gotta gotta wet some whistles. (laughs) Gotta let them suckle of the tea to Big Coke. Kai even followed behind German troops as they invaded France and the Netherlands so he could take over each country's Coke businesses. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, no. So, okay, Blitzkrieg in. Like, the a day later, this guy comes in and he's like, well, I guess you're part of Germany. Guten Tag. <laughs> Let me get your Coke set Let up. Let me get your Coke set up. Let me, ha- I, I, I'm in charge now. Yeah. I'm in charge now. Okay. Yeah. By 1940, Coca-Cola was the, quote, undisputed soft drink king of Nazi Germany. Goring was in pictures chugging the stuff, (laughs) while Hitler was rumored to enjoy it while watching American movies. He was, like, really into Gone with the Wind. Huh. And had a lot of, like, Coke and pop, I guess, pop. I mean, that makes sense. Like, the Nazi regime as a whole was very 
interested in America and what America was doing. Especially Southern America? Yes. Mm. Specifically. Interesting. Interesting. Specifically. Mm. Interesting. Wojciech was reluctantly forced to cut off ties with Coca-Cola Germany in December 1941 after Japan bombed Pearl Harbor and the U.S. officially entered World War II. Mm. Now, there was a literal law that had to be put in place so American companies couldn't continue business with Germany. Like, they didn't do this on their own. Out of, like, patriotism, they did it because there was a law they could not physically do it. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta cut the flow of Coke brand syrup, leaving Kite without his sweet stuff. The Nazi government... <laughs> you hate to see it. Yeah. Well, I personally, <laughs> I don't hate to see it. <laughs> the Nazi government was also threatening to seize and nationalize the company. Kite needed to find an alternative to American Coke, and he needed to find it in a wartime market where resources were hard to find. What Kite could find was leftovers from wartime rationing and other food industries. Fruit shavings, apple pulp, beet sugar, and whey. Do you know where I'm going with this? I think I do. Uh-oh. The resulting drink was a beige, translucent drink that would closely resemble ginger ale. One of the salespeople... Uh, Joe Nip proposed a shortened form of the German word Fantaschich, which is how Fanta was born. Fanta! Fanta, Fanta. Don't you wanna? Fanta, <laughs> Fanta. Right? Yeah. Those Fanta ladies? Those Fanta ladies. We're not going to talk about them, but we no. are going to talk about this mess. Can I tell you about my relationship to Fanta? Please. When I was in high school, yeah. I uh, was dating a fellow who went on a school or a, a choir trip. He was yeah. in a choir and he went on a trip to Russia. Okay. And he brought me back uh, a Fanta. A Russian a Fanta? A Russian Fanta. Uh-huh. And it was like a black currant flavor. Oh. And it was the best soda I had ever had at that point in my life. Wow. And did that like really spark your interest? It really, I mean, sodas? I was already interested in soda at that point, but yeah. it really kind of opened new avenues for me. Have you had it be- again? I haven't had it since I've had other Fantas, but oh, haven't. I, I haven't. Because I was looking up, like every country has their own Fanta. Yeah, absolutely. Which is interesting to me. Um, the US and Japan are two countries that don't have a lot of Fanta. But the ones they do have are, like, Japan has, I think, a peach Fanta. Oh, yeah. Do they really? Yeah. They have a lot, (gasps) some interesting ones. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I've never tasted Fanta. Okay. Well, we got to change that. (laughs) Is it, like, I know orange is the big one, and I'll talk about the orange one. Yeah. is it like is it like Crush? Yeah, it's 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 not dissimilar to Crush. Okay. There's like a pineapple Fanta. Yeah, we, um, I remember buying that for you one time. Yeah, yeah. It's is it very sweet? It is very sweet. Okay, okay. Hmm. It's a soda. I, I almost I almost kind of want to drink this original alp, apple pulp Fanta. <laughs> Honestly, I would be into it. I would try it. Ancient Fanta. <laughs> It was this wartime rations drink that kept Kite and the Coca-Cola Company of Germany afloat during the rest of the war. Fanta was the only widely available soft drink in the country at the time, so its popularity exploded. With sugar rationing in play, it became a household staple as a sweetener in cakes, soups, and stews. (laughs) Gotta sweeten that stew! Gotta sweeten that stew. I guess there's, like, you can put Coke and Sprite in cake mix. And oh, that's yeah, really absolutely. popular. Yeah. And if you don't have a lot of sugar to it. I mean, so much of soda is just sugar. Yeah. Right? So much sugar. That you can easily use it as a sweetener. And this stuff was made out of beet sugar. Yeah. So is it, I guess it's not red. And you would put beet sugar in things anyways. Yeah, so. you'd put beet sugar all you'd in put everywhere. beet sugar in whatever. Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as Germany spread across Europe, so did Kite and Fanta. By the end of the war, Coca-Cola Germany had sold 3 million cases of that stuff. 
When the war was over, Kite loyally handed over the profits made off of his wartime soda back to Woodward and Coca-Cola Atlanta. And they were like, thanks. Thanks. Hey, th- you're so loyal. Hey, thank you, actually. Thank you um, so much. For what you did. So what, what what were you doing, like, between the years 1939 and 1945? Were you, like, part of any groups? Um, did you have, like, a membership anywhere? Were you in any specific locations? Anywhere? Um, were you? You know what? We're not going to ask questions. It's actually... It's fine. You know what? You know Don't what? worry. That's a lot of money you gave us. They're all in... Well, we're not going to talk about what kind of money you were using, but... <laughs> Today's Fanta involved from a rebrand, which was introduced in Italy in 1955. Instead of using wartime rations, Fanta switched to using local citrus. Fanta mm-hmm. Orange was born, and Coca-Cola could finally use it to distance itself from its Third Reich roots. That is, until Fanta's 75th anniversary <laughs> in 2015. Oh, boy. Do you know about this one? I believe I do. Okay. <laughs> This is the ad, folks. (laughs) An ad campaign was released that had a narrator that explains out, quote, The smart heads at Coca-Cola invented Fanta in Germany because of the shortage of ingredients need to make Coke. They pointedly did not mention that these, quote, smart heads were literal Nazis. Yep. Nor did they mention why the supply of syrups were being cut off. Because of Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The narrator goes on to say that in order to, quote, celebrate Fanta's 75th birthday, we're bringing back the feeling of the good old days. Oh, no. Don't do that. They weren't. Where, hey, Fanta, where were you 75 years ago? This is like the Minions. This is like the, this is like the Minions. Can we, we need to explain We got to talk about the Minions. Tell, tell about the Minions. Um, so as your, as your husband as informed me. The producer. The, the producer. Our producer. producer. Uh, Mr. Producer. He's informed us a couple times. A couple times that the Minions canonically (laughs) were in Antarctica for a significant portion of the 20th century. Yeah, from like 1840. No, no, it had to be earlier. It had. You got got the Civil War. Uh, I would say like 1820. Yeah. Um, So they they very specifically canonically were not involved because the the Minions, as we know, work for whoever the big bad guy is. Yeah. Of which there have been many throughout history. Yeah. Yeah. so that's sort of their way of saying, ha we didn't work for Hitler. Banana. No. <laughs> they did not work for Hitler. They did not do war crimes uh, in, during that time. No. I mean, war uh, crimes have existed as long as there's been war. Yeah. But the, the I guess, I guess, are they saying is, is DreamWorks, DreamWorks are the ones in Yeah. Trouble? They're saying, like, the minions, they can work for, like, Napoleon. He's a safe bad guy. Or, like, Genghis Khan. Right? They're safe. But Pol Pot? You cannot. We cannot. They're saying the Minions may be yellow, but they didn't invent mustard gas. (laughs) Or Agent Orange. Fanta was Agent Orange the whole time. (laughs) Uh, Banana. (laughs) By the way, I do... (laughs) We are going to tell the story every time uh, in our new segment uh, in May, which is going to be Despicable May. Yeah. In which Al and I uh, uh, discuss really awful brands. Yeah. The most despicable brands. It, that will be all through May. We will be telling the story again. Again and again. We again, will be referencing every... the Minions and their Antarctic sojourn a lot. And the fact they did not, they were not part of the Great Purge. Yeah. They did not work for Stalin. No. 
Well, thank God. They weren't in Mouse China. Nope. Mm mm. <laughs> lots of st- lots of still options available they in Korea. for them though. 1820 and before, lots so going many, on. So many. So many. Lots. So many. So many. They brought the. <laughs> they worked with Robespierre. <laughs> okay, what side? Okay, we're gonna. <laughs> What side of the French Revolution would they be on? Yeah, that that's a little a, that's later. A, that's though. a good question. Um, probably the cake guys. Probably the monarchy. Yeah, probably yeah. Probably the monarchy. They but Robespierre was doing some stuff. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> He's putting in the work. Uh, <laughs> banana. I love the idea of the minions. Like the crystallizes this concept that there's a bad side and a good side to every war. Yeah. Could you? Okay, minions. They're not. They're fucking not in in a uh, fucking Antarctica. This is 1960s, 1950s. Fucking Nixon's there, <laughs> and there's just a soft knock in the door. He's like, "Spiro Agnew, go get it." And Agnew opens the door, and there's just a bunch of minions. And he's like, "Oh shit! I guess I. I guess it's me. I guess it's, I'm the I guess one. it's me. Huh? I'm the bad one." And then they just set up. They just set up there. Yeah. They just set up in the White House. There's like a minion. He like loans some out to Monsanto. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They would get into corporate shit, too, huh? Minions would absolutely go corporate. Well, we will. You know what? We're going to find out. Who the minions May, are working who for. The minions, what brands the minions are working for in Despicable Me. And we don't believe in this whole Antarctica cover story. <laughs> Look, the world is flat, and there's no Antarctica. They were making Fanta in Antarctica (laughs) during the 1940s. Or Argentina. (laughs) Or Argentina. Or America. Or America. (laughs) It's here. Oh, boy. A spokeswoman from Fanta said that the advertising campaign wasn't necessarily (laughs) referencing... (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't say good old days if the only old days you have. No, Al. Are in Nazi Germany. Al, Al, Al. Quote, we wanted to remind our consumer of their childhoods. For example, the design uh, we used of the glass bottles came from the 1960s. Remember when you would drink a Fanta staring longingly at the Berlin Wall and thinking of your family in East Germany? No. Them's was the days. What side of Berlin do you think the minions would be? <laughs> They're just sitting on the wall, shooting down hot air balloons. Yeah. <laughs> They're smuggling in jeans and fucking leather jackets. Oh. The minions do and would work for Disney. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> Uh, fa- uh, quote, Fanta was invented in Germany during the Second World War, but the ni- 75-year-old brand had no association with Hitler or the Nazi not party. Not true. Not true. Not true. Hey, not true. Hey, not true. Hey, not true. And guess what? Maybe you didn't have association, but if you take money from them, you're associated. <laughs> And also, if you move into territories that they've annexed and say, well, swell, I could set up here. You're benefiting. <laughs> look, look, you can't say, 
Um, I don't know if there was like, I don't know, like an anti-gay bill in like a big state with a theme park. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. And you're a big corporation that has a big theme park. Hypothetically. In in that state. And you can't say we support gay people, but also give money to the people who want that to be banned. You cannot do that. Hypothetically. That's an association. Yeah. You're associated with that is a textbook association. <laughs> it's bad, folks. It's bad, folks. It's bad. It's bad. Look, it's so bad. Fanta Germany pulled the ad campaign oh, very quickly. Oh, good. But the embarrassment already bled across the internet. No matter how hard Fanta tried to hide their Nazi roots, Coke still made the decision not to change its name before it made its way to the U.S. in 1958. Quote, no one at Coca-Cola cared that Fanta had roots inside Nazi Germany. Because they got the money. <laughs> Said historian Mark Pentergrass, author of, the, and I will recommend this book. Uh, I'm reading a lot of books lately. Cool. It's all about this, though. Okay. It's all well. about, the book is called For God, Country, and Coca-Cola. Oh, interesting. It's very good. That sounds really good. Uh, quote, I think they thought no one would pay attention. <laughs> hey, he's right. <laughs> no one really cares. <laughs> I care. I care. The minions also care. They're but here. that's not a good thing. No, that's not a good thing. Hey, if they got eyes on you, it's not a good thing. Or I. <laughs> Why <Banana>. not? <laughs> Hey, hi. now I know during Despicable Me, we will talk about the minions. Yeah. But I heard a thing that they were like little pieces of corn. Is that true? What? I don't know. I think they're corn. No, like mutated that. corn. I hate that. Oh, so Monsanto. It's Monsanto. <laughs> It all comes together, folks. We will talk about the. I will watch the movie Despicable Me and the series. Okay. And then I will come back to Thank, the table. Please do. Please do. Because okay. I won't be watching no, it. No, we will not. <laughs> uh, after the war, Kite was hailed by a hero by Woodruff and Coca-Cola Atlanta for keeping the company alive in Germany and Europe. He was called, quote, a great man for operating in dire circumstances. Wow. He was given command of Coca-Cola Europe. But no association. But no association. No, 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 no. And no, nobody, no, no. nobody profited from a fascist regime. No, 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 Coca-Cola no. Coca-Cola no. and this man specifically. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. You want to see this bad German ad? Show me the ad, please. Uh, so it's in German. Duh. Yeah. Uh, so, but I do have a link to the subtitle. Oh, great. Um video the subtitled ad in our sources so i would do i would recommend watching and reading that because it's oh okay if you want to see this ad you can yeah go to our sources just like they said (laughs) just like i said we'll return after these messages Und jetzt eine kurze Zeitreise in Sachen Fantasie. Vor 75 Jahren waren die Rohstoffe für die beliebte Coke in Deutschland knapp. Die Mitarbeiter von Coca-Cola, ziemlich schlaue Köpfe, mussten sich etwas einfallen lassen und hatten eine zündende Idee. Aus den wenigen vorhandenen Zutaten wie Molke und Apfelfasern entwickelten sie einfach ein neues Getränk. Tata, die Geburtsstunde der Fanta. Fanta wegen des fantastischen Geschmacks und der fantasievollen Idee. Diese deutsche Ikone wird 75 Jahre alt. Und um das zu feiern, bringen wir das Gefühl der guten alten Zeit zurück. Mit der neuen Fanta Classic. Eine ganz neue Fanta, inspiriert von der Originalrezeptur. Die schmeckt einzigartig lecker und weniger süß. 
Und erhältlich ist sie in der unverkennbaren Ringflasche. Ja, die von damals. Die neue Fanta Classic. Gut wie früher, nur heute. Welcome back to the show. The Fanta bottle was parachuting. It was parachuting in. It was parachuting in. And I, I feel like... Much now, hold like, on. Much like <laughs> what they did in the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. The Nazis. So why don't you talk about what was there and what was not there? Yeah. Ju- I mean, visually, it's very bright and fun. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing sort of like papercraft stop motion. Yeah. Uh, and and they're saying, hey, you know what? When Fan- Fanta was invented because supplies for Coke were short. Why, Fanta? Why were they, though? Hey, why? Uh, is my question. They didn't even say war. They didn't say the word war? Because they knew. <laughs> People would put two and two together. They didn't say anything about, like, global. Maybe they, maybe people both thought, oh, you know, that's like, uh, is that a Great Depression? Or are we talking about, like, 1980s? Are we talking about, like, NAFTA stuff? What are we talking about? Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, and then they talk about the scientists at Coca-Cola. Yeah. Who I think at that point weren't necessarily Coca-Cola. No, it was, well, technically it was Coca-Cola, but they were cut off. Yeah. Because of the whore. Because of the whore. Um, yeah. <sighs> and then they're saying, hey, it was great. And you know what? We've brought it back. And the times, they were good, old. <laughs> good old times. <laughs> For whomst, Fanta? For whomst? Yeah, the times were not good. They were bad, actually. Also, if you if you take this out of the, the bubble of the war and also Nazis, um, a wartime beverage, or sorry, a beverage made out of apple pulp and whey doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound great. And they say in the commercial, like, it's not as sweet as the original, but it's back in the ring bottle. So you can remember the good old time. And it parachutes in, and it's like, that was a bad choice. (laughs) (laughs) It comes up in a submarine. (laughs) Just attached to a V1 rocket. (laughs) (laughs) It just rockets in here. Fired onto London. (laughs) Dropped out of a Zeppelin. <laughs> I here's the here's the so the just bizarre part of this is I think Germany is so in touch with that part of its history. It really is, yeah. And and make sure that it just doesn't happen again and make people know that this is bad. I cannot believe. I cannot believe this. I can't. So, because you, you can do a good old times and if you're doing 1960s like I saw like the little bottles were doing um hula hoops. hoops, yeah. So that's okay, nineteen sixties. But if you say seventy five years ago, my dudes, yeah, you can't, you can't you can't nod to the origin. No, when the origin was specifically and directly related and resulted from the war, <laughs> and then say good old days. You just can't you do both those things Mm-mm. because you're creating a connection. You can't. Yeah, people are gonna start thinking. People are gonna start yeah, thinking. Gonna about ask it. questions. <laughs> Like, were the minions? Where are they? Were they, were they there? Were they there? What Probably. are they doing in Antarctica, quote unquote? <laughs> uh, wow. wow. So that was something, uh-huh. really. Yeah. And uh, now it's 2022. Now it's 2022. We still drink Fanta. We're still drinking Fanta. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's still a Coke Coke product. And it's actually a really weird time to be talking about this. Yeah, it because, sure is. Because, like you mentioned in the beginning, all these companies were being forced out of Germany or yeah. unable to operate in Germany. Mm. And a similar thing is happening right now in uh, the com- the country of Russia. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, companies are actually being pressured yeah. to pull out. 
There's some, hey, there's some that are, like yeah. McDonald's are out, yeah. Subway, still in. Can I tell you a, fu- a funny thing? Yeah. It's just that the companies that have pulled out, yeah. uh, Russia has actually made it so that they uh, no longer have their copyrights in that country. Hells yeah. <laughs> oh my God, off-brand Russian McDonald's, are you kidding it's me? It's happening. Very good. Yeah. That's good. That's I like fun. that. That's fun. I hate everything else going on. Yeah. But that's good. It's so, it's so tough to like find the individual elements, like to pick apart the, an issue like this and yeah. be like, yes, obviously we don't want Russia to profit from these corporations. No. At the same time, we don't want Russian citizens to suffer. Yeah. This is not their fault. Yes. <laughs> it's just very difficult. And at the same time, when uh, someone throws out a corporate copyright and just goes ape shit with it, I love it. We have to love we that. We have to We love simply it. must. Just that. Just that. That specific that's, nugget. That's our <laughs> That's our Antarctica, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're, we live. We're putting that concept in Antarctica. That's where it lives. <laughs> and and yeah, it's it's tough. It's okay. happening. It's happening. It's tough. Okay. Oh, boy. So this is a bad time this for... This is a bad time. <laughs> no, it's the perfect time. For a 2022 Fanta campaign. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> Look, we're back. And the good old... The times, they're bad. <laughs> They're not good old. They're bad now. Remember the good old days when we hated Russia? <laughs> it's back. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. I don't want to take the boat. No, please, please take the boat. But you know you know who was against Russia in 1945. <laughs> the Minions? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Fanta, hey, we were right, though. <laughs> we were... <laughs> no, 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 no. Right wing? <laughs> Oh my God! No, we can't. We can't. We, must, we simply we can't. Must not. We can't. We our, must. Our our <laughs> redos of commercial need to be positive. We must not. Uh, a thing of, of of wonder and splendor. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. <laughs> Maybe in Despicable May. <laughs> Maybe in Despicable May. I think the the Fanta. I think Fanta oh. is like. What they're going to do is they're going to do a commercial about all their different international, like, flavors. I like that. Okay. And that, but when they get to the ones about Russia, they're going to just really separate it, like, <laughs> delicately, like they tried to do in this commercial. Oh, I like yeah. it. I like it. What, what flavors are there? Is there Russian Fanta? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the elderberry flavor. Well, oh, yeah, the, 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 that flavor is, I think... It's it's not just from it's like sort of an Eastern European centralized flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I like I like what you're saying because it's the same kind of it's the same kind of like uh, will they won't they in that we want to talk about the history of Fanta all yeah. in Europe, but there's some places in Europe that mm, we're not gonna talk. We're about. We're not gonna talk about. So maybe it's like a big map is created like in that same stop motion style. Yeah, and there are parts of it that are just like like a little man sweeps them off. <laughs> So right now I just Googled like Fanta Russia and there's a Fanta Citrus. It's blue. Yeah. And maybe we'd see a picture of that, but there's just a little janitor just, just kind of like. Or like a big hook comes and yeah, pulls it off. Not this one. Not this one. Look over here in Italy. Who oh, no. Oh. Look, maybe Fanta needs to come to the re- realization that it's all bad. It's actually bad. Ba- I mean, not just, it's not Fanta that's bad. It's, <sighs> it's corporations. I'm so glad that we're here in Antarctica, Al. We live here. It's so cold. <laughs> you can't be problematic in Antarctica. You cannot be problematic in Antarctica. And that's what the Minions by Disney told me. 
No, they're DreamWorks. Oh, fuck. It's not Disney. My bad. They're fine then. <laughs> it's fine. DreamWorks hasn't done anything. Never in Never. their lives. Probably. probably. They're owned by Universal it's all Studios. so bad, and actually. Calculating. Yeah. <sighs> well, you want. Can I have something that's good? Yeah. You. Oh, you want something that's good? I do want something that's I'll good. I'll give you something that's good. Wow. What a treat. We received a local ad to our email. I love it. So this local ad comes to us from Jessica. Uh, they say, hi, Alan Courtney. I just saw a commercial for a septic tank cleaning service <gasps> with an anthropomorphic cartoon plunger. And I immediately turned to my husband and said, this needs to go to ad creep. Hells yes. However, what? I ran across this gem as I was looking for a link to send and immediately forgot about the cartoon <laughs> plunger. <laughs> I'm loving the new season, by the way. Thanks for keeping me entertained on my runs. Jessica, Jessica, right? Yes. Jessica, you have stumbled across our researching, <laughs> how we research our our podcast, and that's just like Google, and then like fall in the hole, baby. You fall in the hole. Get in there. Okay, I cannot wait to see what Jessica said does. Okay. Thank you very much. Unstuck your toilet twice today. Your plunger's crying. Dude, no way! So make the call. We'll bring our truck. And be your tank. Up all the yuck. This is a game. You need to win. Pick up that phone. We're Soda Grins. Call 486-409-84. Septic service. That's great. 486-409-84. Septic service. Don't wait. Soda Grins. Okay. 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 I feel like this is a like a New England backyard barbecue. I feel like, and everyone's uncles are like, "Let's get the band back together." This ad crawled out of my V eight, like my 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 TV screen <laughs> in eighth grade, like the yeah. girl from The Ring. The four men crawling out. <laughs> crawling of the, out. So is it from, was it so green? A so soda green. I soda think, green. Like uh, it's a septic tank, and it's it's a four guys. They're just doing some some pop punk. Yeah, it is like Blink one eighty two esque, but they're not going that hard. They're not going very hard at all. And um, but there was someone in the crowd that did a cartwheel. Yeah, she's in cheerleading. She went very hard. Uh, <laughs> I think their families are in. This is a yeah. whole like. But I want to point out, they're in a band. Did you notice their band t-shirts? Were from other bands? Yeah. I did, yeah. We got Chili Peppers, we got Metallica, and there was one other one. It's just, there was a whole variety. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're going to do a commercial. We're going to be in a band. Wear your band t-shirt. Wear your band tee. Uh, and then, you know, we're getting some shots of the septic truck hose. Yeah. Oh, and we're yeah. hearing about how it's going to suck up all the yuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they integrate uh, what I love. They integrate yeah. their phone number into the I, song. That is that live scratches that it. itch. I love it. Ooh, I love it. Can't get enough. Yeah, I love it. Thank you very much. Thank we you, Jessica. Love it. That ruled. Um, we it, would also love to see your anthropomorphic plunger. If yeah, you please send also it. send that. I'll keep that in my personal collection. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> That's what we're gonna suck. <laughs> oh no. Of that yuck. Oh god. Maybe. Uh, if you have a local ad, you can email us at creeps at gmail.com. Come. Where else? You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at AdCreeps. We'd love to hear from you. If you wanted to write us a review, that oh, would absolutely yeah. rock. If you want to suck our yuck. Oh, <laughs> I wish you'd not said that. It was in the commercial, Al. I don't. It's, oh, it's real hard. That's a hard one for me. Well. 
<laughs> Whoops. Uh, I think that's it. That's it from us. Uh, until next time, we are signing off. Word for my spouse. Banana. Banana. <laughs> <laughs>